you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Episode of the Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Flopkowski. And today, so we are finishing up. So we obviously we did the Thanksgiving preview, which is previewing Thanksgiving. Today we are doing the rest of the preview, covering the other uh 13, yeah, 13 games. Um and here we go. Alright, so today. Uh, the, on Black Friday, we've I think our, this is the first ever Black Friday game. So if you're counting, we've had games on Monday, we have games on Thursday, we have games on Friday, and we have games on Sunday, along with college football on Friday and Saturday as well. So to say the least, there is a lot that's going on. But today, the Dolphins fly to New York, and they're taking on the New York Jets. Uh, and Tim Boyle as the new New York Jets starting quarterback, which means to me that the Dolphins are going to win. Listen, folks, uh, I mean, seriously, that you couldn't – I don't think there's a real way you could convince me that the Jets are going to win this football game because it's just – it's it would be so hard for me to see the Jets putting up like 14 points. And I, and I feel like the Dolphins are going to be able to put up way more than that. I just, I think that the Dolphins are, I think that they're a good team. I think that they have a good offense. I think that they can move the ball. And I think the Jets have a good defense. But I, I think what's going to end up happening is you'll see Tim Boyle, who, by the way, at any level, whether it's been in college or in the NFL, has never played very well. And, and, and then you add on to that, you add on to that, the fact that the Jets defense, you know, it, it has its limitations. It's only It only can be so good for so long. I mean, what do you want me to say? Tim Boyle is not a good starting quarterback. He's not a good option. I don't think he's going to bring a lot to this team. I think you're going to see him make mistakes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting game for sure, but I think that the Dolphins should win. I, I would be I would be surprised to see the Jets win this one just because of how bad they've looked in offense. I don't think that Tim Boyle is the answer to that question. I don't think like he's the saving grace. I think that Miami's just the better team. You know, do I really care that's in New York? Not really. I I do think that Miami will come away and win this one. They're favored by nearly ten points. 
The line's moved two since it opened. So for me, it's pretty it's pretty clear cut that the, the Dolphins should win this game. You know, listen, if the Jets can force a couple turnovers, if they can, you know, run the ball effectively, then there is a chance that they can win this game. But it's going to be an uphill battle for sure. All right, next up we have the Saints and the Falcons. So, you know, again, this is an interesting matchup, I think, just given the fact that, you know, the Falcons, it's a weird game, right? Because both of these teams against the spread this season have been very, very bad, which tells you that whether they're favored, if they're favored, they usually don't cover the spread. And if they're dogs, they usually don't cover the spread. So what that really means is that, you know, with a, with a game that's kind of as tight as this one in terms of the line, I'd opened Atlanta minus one. Now it's Atlanta plus, and a half, plus one and a half. Um, it's in Atlanta. And I could definitely see the Falcons winning this game. But it's just, it's just weird. Like, because I don't trust either of these teams, right? And... There's no reason to have trusted either of these teams because neither of them have looked good all season. I mean, the Saints are five and five. They just lost to the ta- no, sorry, they just lost to the Vikings. Um, then they went on the bye. I think the Falcons also went on the bye as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they the Falcons also went on the bye. After they lost the Cardinals, the Falcons are at home, which I think provides a nice wrinkle uh, to this to this matchup. Uh, you know, the Saints are three and three on the road. The Falcons are three and two at home. Uh, you know, not again. Neither of these teams are very good. I think I'm going to roll with the Saints for now. I could see the Falcons winning this one. It's it's basically a 50-50 toss up. It's going to come down to the end of, or it could be a blow. I mean, I literally have no idea. These two teams are not very predictable, I think is the best way to put it. And you know, again, they're the quality of football that they've played this season has been pretty low. I'll take the Saints. I think that they're slightly the better team. Alvin Kamara, I think their play calling is a little bit better. Um historically, I think the Saints have done a nice job. Game by game. Um, yeah, here we go. So, yeah, last year the Saints won both matchups. Uh, the year before that, they won one of two matchups, so they split. The year before that, they won both. The year before that, they split. Um, but they have a very good record, especially in Atlanta. The last time they lost in Atlanta – was 2017. So there you go. So I haven't lost in Atlanta to the Falcons in about six years, which is which is quite a streak. So I'll take the Saints. You know, they seem to know how to play the Falcons pretty well. All right. Steelers, Bengals. Uh, listen, I'm going to take the Steelers, I think, for, for quite obvious reasons. Listen, Cincinnati is a completely different team without Joe Burrow. We've seen it in the past before. They're they're horrible without Joe Burrow. And do I think they'll be able to move the ball? Yes. Do I think that they'll be able to put up some points? Sure. I guess. But, come on. 
Pittsburgh, their defense, they, they have a very good defense. I think that's going to play a big role in this game, number one. Number two, Mike Tomlin is very good against rookie head coach – or sorry, rookie quarterbacks or second year, whatever Browning is. I don't even know well what year he is, but he's certainly very inexperienced. Uh, Matt Canada was just fired, which I think kind of breeds – which I think kind of breeds a lot of hopefully hope into this team. I think that typically teams are better when – after they fire a coordinator, especially – I mean – I don't think the offense can get much worse than it was under Matt Canada. So obviously we'll, we'll be tracking that this weekend, but I feel good about where the Steelers are. I think that they should come away with a win um, over Cincy and Cincy should be a pretty boring game though. Uh, in terms of offense, I, I think we'll see a relatively defensive game. All right. Panthers at Titans, probably your worst game of the week. You have, you know, a one and nine team traveling to a three and seven team. You know, listen, the one thing you can say about Tennessee is they are they have not lost at home this season. They are 3-0 and at home this season, um, while the Panthers are 0-5 on the road. I mean, this is not exactly a surprise, but when you have a team that's 3-7 and and they are 3-0 and at home, so that means they've lost seven road games. They're just not a good road team. They haven't been a road, good road team all season, um, and they're not really a good team in general, but I'll say this. You know, they win at home. They're able to do some things offensively. Carolina's really struggled all season in terms of play calling, coaching, everything, and all, all above. Um, you know, the Panthers are 1-7-2 against the spread. Tennessee's actually 4-6 and six against the spread. So, you know, they're, they're, they're all right. I think that Tennessee should come away and win this game. Uh, I know they're the favorites, but you got to pick favorites. And I think that they are the better team. I think people will probably be looking at this matchup as, oh, this is an upset. You can pick the Panthers to go out there and win it. But the Panthers have looked so bad recently. They, they I mean, that loss to the Bears, I think, really was the nail in the coffin for me, at least, and showing me that this team really is not serious. So I will be taking Tennessee this week. Uh, I, I like their, I mean, their spread's three and a half. I like that. Um, I think that's a strong line for them. I actually like Pittsburgh minus one and a half as well. Um, those are some good lines right there. I like those. All right. Next up, we have Tampa Bay taking on Indianapolis. So I think this is a really interesting matchup because you obviously, again, you have a Colts team that you know has a good at points this season. Uh, they are coming off the bye, which I think is an advantage for them. They've won uh, they won their last two, albeit against the Panthers and the Patriots. So the competition you know, wasn't quite there. But the Bucs have struggled a lot this season, right? They've struggled a lot. And on the other hand, the Colts... I'll say this. The Colts are not a very good home team. And, you know, it happens to be that Tampa Bay is 5-0 on the road against the spread. And they're plus 2.5. So you could see kind of a backdoor cover for them, especially if this line moves to 3.5. I would love to take it at plus 3. Um, but as I was saying, I think the Colts are the better team here. First off, again, they're coming off the bye. Their defense is improving week by week. I think Tampa Bay's offensive capabilities are just – they're not they're – not, non-existent. I think they can do a lot of different things in offense, but I feel like they're limited. They can only do so many things. And eventually you'll get to a point where it's just like, Hey, 
we just can't figure it out. And I think that at least Indy, you know, they're able to run the ball. Gardner Minshew can can heave the ball down the field. And I also think this is a big game if you're if you're Indy. It's also a big game if you're Tampa Bay, but Indy's sitting at five and five. Uh, they're currently, I believe, on the outside looking in. Obviously, you have Houston playing Jacksonville this week, which is a huge game in terms of uh, in terms of playoff implications. So if if the Colts can walk away with a win from this game, I think that significantly can in- increase their chances. I mean, you look, you have the Texans playing the Jags, you have Cleveland playing Denver, so you have a lot of you have Pittsburgh playing Cincy, so you have all these teams that are kind of. Uh, and then Kansas City plays Vegas. You have all these teams that are around this playoff uh, bubble right now. You know, Buffalo plays Philadelphia, right? You have all these teams that are around this playoff bubble who are playing each other. So, again, if you can come away with a win here, that's going to do a hu- it's gonna be a huge boost to, you know, your playoff aspirations. I think that Tampa Bay, they are playing for the playoffs right here. This is, this is it. Four and seven, I think, is, you know, nearly irrecoverable. Um, but I like Indian in this one. I think that they have a little bit more motivation to win. They are at home. And I think that they're just they're a little bit more convincing and they're off the bias. So they're gonna be a little bit healthier. I'll take them. All right, Pats, Giants. So this is gonna be a weird matchup. All right. On one hand, both of these, this is I'm sorry, when I said that you know Carolina, Tennessee was the worst matchup, it's gonna be battling for this one. These are I would say you have two of the three worst teams in the NFL. Um, I think the Panthers are worse than both of these teams, but I, I would love to see these two teams play against Carolina and Tennessee as well. That would be a dream. I want to see which one of those teams is actually the worst. Now, listen, this is a weird matchup because the Patriots are minus three and a half in New York. So they're away from home. They have less wins. They're two and eight. They're one and three on the road. Now this game is gonna it's gonna depend on who the starting cornerback is for the Patriots. I think that that's gonna be a a deciding factor at least for me. Um, now I know the Giants looked really good last week, but the one thing that Bill Belichick has done in the past, and I'm not saying this will remain true, but well, there's two things actually. The first thing is, I, after a bye, Bill Belichick is incredible. Right off the bye, Bill Belichick has a like an, an impeccable history of winning football games after the bye. That's number one. Number two, against rookie quarterbacks, Bill Belichick tends to shut it down. That being said, that's in the past. And this is not the Patriots of the past because they're 2-8. and Now, let's be fair to the Giants here. They do have a a somewhat capable offense. And their defense has actually been playing quite well in the past few weeks. But... I'm going to, for right now, until the starters announce, I'm going to take the Patriots. I think that they are, there's really no better team. I think they're probably the better coached team, if I can even say that. I don't really know if I can, but they're favored. It seems like Vegas knows something that we all don't. Um, And again, I'm going to trust Bill Belichick, uh, you know, coaching against a rookie quarterback like DeVito or whatever, first-year quarterback like DeVito. All right, Jaguars, Texans. So I'm going to take the Jaguars in this one. Listen, it's not that the Jaguars have been that good this season, and it's not that the Texans have been that bad. I think the Texans have been pretty pretty good, and the Jaguars have been all right. I think the Jaguars are a solid team. They're, gr- they're great on the road. They're 3-0 on the road. 
Um, Texas are also a good home team. They're four and one at home. Um, but you know, Jaguars every single week this season they've covered the spread on the road. Uh, Houston, they're two and three at home against the spread, so they're not as strong. What I will say that is this though: CJ Stroud is very good, but he is either going to be the reason why the Texans win or lose this game. If he plays a great game and he limits his turnovers to maybe one uh, or, or maybe two at, at most, the Texans could win this game if he plays well. But if we see what we happened last week, listen, the Cardinals are – they're not a terrible team, but they're not a very good team either. If we see him throw those interceptions this week, you're going to be singing a very different tune after the Houston Texans lose this football game at home. I think that the Jaguars are a little bit more experienced. This is a game that I think they don't have to win it. But if they lose it, right now they're both 7-4, and four, so the pressure is – Really on Jacksonville. But I'm really looking at Jacksonville's running game to kind of set the tone of this game. I think that Trevor Lawrence has been solid this season. But I think that if the Jaguars win this game, it's going to be because Travis Etienne can really run the football. I think they will. Uh, and I will take the Jaguars over the Texans. It's going to be a fun game, though. I hope that's going to be a really good game. All right. Browns, Broncos. So I'm going to take Denver here. Listen, they've been playing a lot better the past few weeks. And their offense, it hasn't been great. But Cleveland's offense hasn't been that good either. And again, this game is in Denver. So you're getting a young quarterback going to play in Denver, um, which is, you know, it's it's not an easy place to play. It's going to be... It's going to be cool. It's going to be, you know, um, it's going to be 43. But I, I just, I think that there's something that Denver has had, had going these past couple weeks kind of lends me to believe that I think that they're going to win this game. I get that Cleveland has a really good defense. I do. But Denver's defense has been playing better recently, number one. Number two, again, it's in Denver. Number three, I just I can't trust Cleveland without a, you know without their main quarterback, right? Without their main quarterback, it's really hard for me to like justify a win here for for the Cleveland Browns away from home, right? I think they kind of got really lucky to win last week, and I think that Denver they're again they're finding their groove slowly but surely. And I think, again, you're going to get a low-scoring game on at 4.05 on Sunday. But I think that Denver's probably going to walk away with it. So I'm going to take the Broncos. They're favored, but only by a point and a half. You got a lot of these you know, very close-type games this week. All right, Cardinals, Rams. So I think Kyron Williams is coming back this week. I also believe that um, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup are all playing. Again, this game, the Rams are only favored by a point and a half. So we're really talking about a very, very slim margin. Once again, that being said, though, I think the Rams are going to win. I, I know that Arizona is a competitive team, but I think that the Rams with Kyron Williams, the real run game, are just a little bit different of a team. And I think that that will really propel them to you know some better play this year. I think that Arizona last week was a game that they should have won that they didn't. 
I think Kyler has been good in his return, but he hasn't been great. You know, when it when an opposing quarterback turns it over two or three times, you know, you have to capitalize on that. And I think that the Rams last week, they played a, a, a fairly good Seattle Seahawks team, and they were able to come away with the win, an impressive win too. Now, I, I, I this game is in Arizona, so I do think that Arizona has a has more than just a shot to win this game. I think that they 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 have a very very realistic pathway to victory. This is going to be a tight divisional game, uh, as it always is. But you know, let me let me look up the series history. Uh, Rams versus Cardinals, game by game. Here we go. Okay. So, yeah. So, the Rams have won the majority of these past matchups. Um, yeah. So, in, in, is this, yeah, that was this year. So, the Rams have already won the matchup uh, between these two teams earlier this year. That's number one. Uh, but secondly, You know, in Arizona, the Rams are actually pretty good. Uh, the Rams have won one, two, wow, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. The Rams have won in Arizona. For so long, I don't. Even, I can't even remember the last, when was the last time. Can I find it? Arizona. Okay, the last time the Rams won, or the Cardinals won in Arizona, was 2014, back when the Rams were still in St. Louis. So it's been a long time, and the Rams historically have played very, very well against the Cardinals. So I'll take the Rams. I think they're slightly the better team. I'll take the Rams. All right. Chiefs Raiders. I'm going to take the Chiefs again. I don't think they'll look very good, but Patrick Mahomes historically has been very good after a loss. Um, and again, I don't really trust. I don't really trust this Chiefs team. I just don't. I just don't. I don't trust the Chiefs team, but I trust the Raiders even less. Because Antonio Pierce, I don't know what we're going to get out of him. I think the Raiders surely play better, but they are not, like, unbelievably better. Right? They're not, like, shockingly better. Now, this game is in Los Angeles, or uh, uh, Las Vegas, excuse me, but I just, I have to pick the Chiefs. I think that they're going to be looking to come out, get a win. They play very well against the Raiders. Patrick Mahomes is very good in division, so I'll take the Chiefs to win. Bills, Eagles, I'm going to take the Eagles again. Listen, they were able to take down Kansas City in Kansas City. I will take the Eagles to beat the Bills at home. I get that the Bills looked better last week, but I'm not, I'm not convinced by this team because they won one game. The Eagles are 9-1. They've certainly earned their record. They have the best record in the NFL right now. No complaints about them. They're not, they're not, they don't look perfect. They're not doing everything right. They're secondary suspect and, and their defense is just, you know, and, and Jalen Hurts has been awesome, but 
The Bills have far more problems. They haven't looked as consistent. Josh Allen's had huge turnover problems. They can't really run the football. So I'll take the Eagles to beat the Bills at home. All right, Ravens Chargers. Um, I've had enough of the Chargers. I mean, I've had enough of the Ravens too, but I've really had enough of the Chargers because the Ravens piss me off. They really do. But the Chargers piss me off even more. It's like a waste of talent in, in Los Angeles. It really is. I think that Brandon Staley, this is going to be a coaching mismatch. I think you'll see the Ravens go out. They're going to be hungry to win a game. They're off on the Nibai because they played the Bengals on Thursday night. So they're looking good. They're feeling good about themselves. Um, you know, everything looks, everything's coming up well for the Ravens right now. And, and you know what? I'm happy about that. I think the Ravens will win. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think that this is a coaching mismatch. And finally, Bears, Vikings. Listen, Vikings got to win. Packers are right on their tail. This is a very winnable game. It's at home against uh, Justin Fields. They just blew a, a win last week. I think the Vikings are – they're not a very good team again, but they're, they're the Bears are not a very good team either. Minnesota's at home. I believe they're favored by – they're favored by three points. This is what they should be favored by. Um, again, I think that they're the better team. They've got – you know they've been able to figure out the running game a little bit. They're you know Josh is, Josh Jobs is figuring it out, and I think that if Justin Jefferson makes his way back, I think that will be a huge bonus to this team. Another huge weapon for Josh Jobs to work with. Again, the Bears running the football looked very good last week, but the Vikings have a better defense than the Lions do. I think that's going to provide them some trouble, and they also had the benefit of three Jared Goff turnovers and still lost the game. So that's all I got for you all today. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.